Shut up and sit down. It is time for everybody's favorite wrestling show in the world, the universe, the stratosphere. Yeah, baby, the number one wrestling podcast in the everything, the infinity (laughs) wrestling with comics. I am your host, the cowboy, Steve Gaines. That's right. And my co-host... Magical, Michael Moore. Triple M. Mmm, mmm, mmm. That's right. And it's time for your favorite show. We are going to start out this week's show like we start every show. That's right. With a promo. Oh, boy. Now, as you know out there, if you've listened to the show before, which makes me laugh because if you came back, you're going for punishment. You are somebody special. <laughs> And we're going to autograph all your stuff until it's ruined and you have to take it to the pawn shop. And they give you nothing. It's just all Sharpie. Yeah, we can't write very well. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at my Cowboy Bob Orton autograph right now. We're in the man way. That is right. That's right. It's going to become a thing. Everybody's going to have a man way pretty soon. We'll see. And I'll get no credit for it. Not a single bit because nobody's going to do it, but... You are so negative about the man way. Hey, I just keeps it real, okay? Oh, sure. The WWE can have a three-way, a four-way, a fatal four-way, a fatal five-way, a six-pack challenge. challenge. But if I talk about the man way, whoa, nobody wants that. Is that right, Michael Moore? That's right. (laughs) You're not magical. (laughs) That's entertainment. So, this week, we have a special promo we have to cut because this week... This week. Here here are the rules of this promo. Okay. We are brothers. Oh, right. Our father is Italian. Italian, His okay. last name is Sabatini. Sabatini. Our mother is Russian. Okay. Okay. Mother um, Russia. Yes. Our, her mother's name is Mother Russia. Our father's name is Papa Italy. Papa Italy. Sabatini. Sabatini. I'm never going to remember that. But we only call him Papa Italy. Perfect. And here's the thing. Uh Uh-oh. Because of the way we were born, Uh my character. Character. Well, I mean, we're not yet in kayfabe. Oh, right, right, right. So this is letting them see behind the curtain. Oh. That's what we're doing. How the sausage is made. That's right. That's what the fans want. But how the sausage is made. That's right. Italian sausage for you, Russian sausage for me. Oh, okay. The way we were born, yes, I speak Russian, okay. and you speak Italian, but not real Russian Italian. Yeah. Like horrible accents. Well, that's because, good, because we can't do the real thing. Because it's American wrestling. That's right. So here is the thing. Like, my arch nemesis okay. is Bobby Fulton from the Fantastics. Perfect. And your arch nemesis okay. is Pizza Hut Pizza. Just just like all of pizza? (laughs) Or is there one pizza that has somehow grown legs and eyes and little fat fingers? (laughs) I don't like uh, your arch nemesis in the ring is called the delivery boy and he's wearing all Pizza Hut stuff. Okay. And he has a piping hot, which a lot of people would think is delicious, but you find disgusting. 
pizza. Yeah, because it's not real. Because from the motherland, it's not of, real pizza. Well, save it for the bit. Man. Oh right. Don't get too upset. <laughs> I'm so fired up about pizza. Pizza. <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm ready whenever you are. All right, three, two, one. Let me tell you something, American people. You don't understand why I have come to America. Mother Russia has sent me to show you that we Russians are superior in every way. And my brother, Ivan, the Italian assassin, and I, Dmitri. Wait, that one's supposed to be Dmitri. That's supposed to be Vladimir. No, Dmitri, remember, don't forget. I, Dmitri, have come here to teach you a lesson about wrestling. Because we are superior in every way from the Mother Russia. Superior athlete. Superior wrestling. Superior politics, and you, your, your arrogance, you talk about the Cold War and you say that you won, yet, you know one. Mother Russia rises yet again to become great, and I tell you something, I come here for one reason, my whole life on this satellite, the Papa Italy stole illegally. I watch wrestling and your fantastics. The Bobby Fulton. Bobby Fulton, you will go down. Because the Bobby, the Bobby Fulton. Mother Russia has sent me to crush you. I will crush you like grape. Like big juicy purple grape. I will crush you. And you will find that why I, Dmitri, not Vladimir, as discussed in all the meetings today, Dimitri and Dimitri Italy Sabatini will destroy you forever. Tell him, brother Yvonne. That's a spicy That is a spicy meatball. That's all you have to say to disgusting America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid delivery man from the Pizza Hut. Yes. Why do I also have a Russian accent? <laughs> yes. You're telling it's Pizza Hut. Oh, it's not even real, the pizza. No. No. I mean, yet. <laughs> yes. It is the worst, the worst of the worst. It's nothing but disgusting next American Greece. Next to the John of the Papas. Well, the John of the Papas. He is. <laughs> he disgusts me with his sexual harassment and his horrible buttery sauce that he sings with the puta. Yeah. Wait, Why no. did I just say yes? <laughs> He's stuck between yes and no. Yeah. Now I am a talking Italian, and when you are supposed to be Italian, a Papa Italy, Papa Italy, what have you done to he me? You're going to beat us. Listen, the pizza is no good. From the pizza hut, he said no good. 
and the puppet jaws. He's a fake in the fong. He's got this stupid garlic and butter you throw all over the pizza. It's disgusting. Tell him again, myself only in Russian, you will be... <laughs> You will be sorry for this pizza that you have seen. Mother Russia has sent to me to destroy both Bobby Fruiten and Papa John. Fruiten. <laughs> Fruiten. He will learn the laws of Mother Russia. I will not stop until this Bobby Fruiten has been destroyed. And Mother Russia will reign supreme, as will your supreme pizza over the pizza. Tell them, Yvonne uh, Sabatini. <laughs> that's, a, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> you could not stay in the character. Now I have to be both the entire other Russian. <laughs> now I have to be both Italian and the Russian. See. No. See. No. See. No. See. No. See. No. See. No. See. Yes. Oh. Wait until I tell the Papa Italy. You tell him. He worked too much. He left me at home he, and Mama sent me to work in Siberia. He gonna... No. He's going to slap you. Yet. He with not a stale baguette. Yet. See. Yet. See. It will break upon my iron head from being in Siberia in the coal mine a chopping all day with a chop, a chop, a chop, a chop. And there was not a lot spaghetti. There was not... I got the borsk, 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 all day long borsk. <laughs> That was her name. <laughs> she was a beautiful Russian woman, like a mama Russia. I mean, mother Russia. <laughs> Stupid Italy getting involved with the Russian. Now it's mama Russia. She's the worst. <laughs> her spaghetti is terrible. It tastes just like a babushka. <laughs> no better than the biscuitos. Isn't a babushka mean baby? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's so horrible. All right, great promo. All right, good promo. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. I haven't cried this hard since my this mother's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you like funny stuff, hey? Well, how about some funny stuff here in Central Ohio? If you're in the Central Ohio area, do we have a show for you? The Vine and Tap in Dublin, Ohio presents Comedy and Crafts Open Mic with your host, Lee Mays, one of the heathens of comedy. The first show is March 29th, 7 p.m., 55 South High Street in Dublin, Ohio. Adult content and language, but there is no cover. And the headliner of the evening is former funniest comic in Columbus, Miss Leslie Battle. You say you want to laugh, hey, I'll be there. And maybe even Magical Michael Moore will be there. Triple M. So you say you like wrestling, hey? Well, do we have a show for you? It's called Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you say you like wrestling, hey? Do we have a show for you? And it's not wrestling with comics. Hey. I'm kidding. You just, like, ruined the whole thing? Now they're going to turn into some other inferior show. Why do you look like... Because I'm heartbroken. No, you, have... you have told people not to listen to the show. Anyways, what are we talking about? You look like you had a touch of, like, sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? That's my Adam Sandler I face. I broke him. I broke my friend. <laughs> That's my Adam Sandler face. 
That's what he always looks like when he's trying to do stupid characters. I'm going to have to have Doc go back in time and fix you. <laughs> no, don't know. We need to talk about that on the line. Listen, hey, all of you out there, that <laughs> you say you like... <laughs> My head hurts so hard, so bad from laughing so hard. <laughs> you say you like Back to the Future, hey? Well, do I have something for you? I was reading fan fiction earlier. And for those of you who don't know what fan fiction are, you just get the hell off of this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> because fan fiction's awesome. I was reading fan fiction. You know how all the time, like when Marty's in trouble, Doc shows up out of nowhere and saves him? What well, fan fiction is, they say that those are the times that Marty actually died and Doc came back from the future to keep it from happening. And that makes perfect sense because Doc's a screw-up. That's true. And Marty doesn't know what he's doing half the time. That's true. So now, go back and watch the trilogy and, and try to count how many times Marty gets killed. Go back knowing those things. All right. Well, that has nothing to do with wrestling, but... Good Back hey. to the Future recap. Yeah, good job. Good job on that. Uh, <laughs> good job. All right, so you say you like uh, Monday Night Raw, hey? Well, uh, do we have a segment for you? Yes, we do. And this segment's about Monday Night Raw. That is correct. That's a good segue. Segue. All right, a good segue. All right. <laughs> so uh, I've talked enough uh, while you were laughing. So why don't you start the raw discussion? I can do that. Okay. So Monday night raw, Monday right, Monday night raw. Uh, this week started out with uh, Kurt Angle calling out Triple H because mm, uh, he's had enough crap. Yeah, yeah. Ready me to too. get his fisticuffs on. Yeah, you're getting a Triple H. And uh, does Triple H come out? No. He does. Here comes Stephanie McMahon. Oh no, that horrible song. Alright, continue. This should be a video podcast. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Stephanie comes out. She starts playing the, oh, you have children in alimony. Uh, so you need this job. Yeah, that wasn't very nice. Uh, threatening Kurt Angle's job and whatnots. Because, you know, that's original and that's what... that We've never seen that before. Only every time. <laughs> And then guess what? Here comes Miss Ronda Rousey. Yes. She comes out. She wants to face Stephanie McMahon I'm happy at the WrestleMania. Because she's awesome. Um, and then Stephanie McMahon's like, that's fine and great. So sorry. Uh, that's not going to happen. Actually, it was Triple H that came out and said that business. He actually showed up. He's like, time to play the game. Or yeah. was it the king of kings? There could be only one. All of it. Rest in peace, Lemmy. <laughs> um, he has the best music ever because he had Motorhead. I mean, that's that's. Fantastic. I disagree. Oh, look best, at you! Best Trey. music ever, Shawn Michaels, "Sexy Boy." He sang that song. Did he really? Yeah, it was on the like the nineteen eighty five or whatever it was WWE music album where like it's like WWE. Oh, but sang. he didn't sing the original. Yeah, that's him going like ah ah, and he's like, I'm just a kid. Isn't it really? Yeah, that's his voice. You didn't know that? No. And that's upsetting because he's like my favorite wrestler. Wow, I got to move. (laughs) I really move him. Got to send chills up and down their spine. All right. Calm down. You're a sexy boy. Thank you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's entertainment. So anyways, Triple H comes out, says no, Stephanie's not doing that match because she's an executive or whatever. She's not a superstar. Boom. And uh, Kurt Angle goes, ha ha, tough shit. Um, 
She actually has two contracts. Oh, yeah, I forgot about she's that. She's an huh? executive. That's right. And she's a superstar. That's right. And he's all like, and guess what? You do too, Triple H. How could you do that? And so imagine that tag team match at WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> I started to say Shawn Michaels. <laughs> well, you have to. Uh, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus Triple H, Stephanie McMahon. Just, just for the folks you at Pucas Home know, we are actually watching in the background. We're watching a montage, like match after match after match, of my two favorite tag teams of all time. Facing each other. It's the Fantastics. Yep. Tommy Rogers and Bobby Fulton taking on the Midnight Express. Yep. Which this Midnight Express version is Beautiful Bobby and Sweet Stan Lane. Yes. And we are just, we have it on the background. So sometimes when you hear me go, how could you do it? I'm actually talking about the Midnight Express doing dirty things to the Beautiful Fantastics. Just like that. Oh, look at that dropkick, Tommy Rogers. It's a Fantastic. That's how I got his name. That was a Fantastic dropkick. Was there... Oh, look at beautiful Bobby just threw him over the top rope. You know, Dang, he used to get, out onto the concrete. You, know, no you, used to get, you used to get disqualified in the AWA for throwing people over the top rope. Do you know that? Yeah, because they're falling out on concrete. Yeah, I mean... Bust their heads open. I would always would watch the AWA and I'd be like, boo. You know, because like other people would be like, throw them over the top rope. Yeah. Yeah. You should have changed that, Vern Gagne. He'd probably still be in business. Anyway, uh... Anywho. Let's continue with the show. So, that's up. That, um... Oh, but my favorite part, which really, this whole segment was probably my favorite part of uh, Raw, but then um, Kurt Angle got uh, Triple H in the old ankle lock. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ronda Rousey hit old Stephanie McMahon with a Samoan drop. I liked it. Yeah. And that was after grabbing her by the hair and dragging her back into the (laughs) ring. I was like, finally, get her hands on her. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Get them hands, Stephanie yeah, McMahon. Right? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> After that was uh, Oscar and Nia Jax. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, Nia keeps getting better and better all the time. Yeah. See, okay. So, here's my, my, gri- my gripe. Is I think that they're making her look weak now. Because she's losing these matches and she's crying. Well, the crying, I'm not really... Uh, I'm not into that. If she I mean, loses, that's one thing. But be angry about it or something. But making this giant powerhouse cry is a lot is like what they did to... Uh, the Big Show. Awesome Kong or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, Awesome Kong. Uh, she, karma she cried. Yeah, they was. called her Karma. Remember, they had Big Show crying all the time there for a while. That's true, too. Yeah, they so like doing sh- that. I'm not sure why they do that to... to People of size like myself. Right. But well, I mean, I'll make you cry, but... That's why I don't take any of, uh, you know, Stephanie's phone calls. Because, you know, this writing where they make big people cry. I don't need that. Stephanie, if you're listening and you want to make phone calls, I'm his manager. We'll get it done. Oh, don't worry. I'll take your phone call. I was just trying to be tough. <laughs> I, don't want, I didn't want to break kayfabe, but my manager sold me out just like that. Just like that. I'll tell you what, this is... Look at old Jim Cornette here with the uh, tennis racket with the Santa Claus face on it. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, Merry that's Christmas. The, uh, look, Stan Lane looks like like mini Lex Luger. You see him? I look. saw that when he was coming down the uh, ramp or whatever. Look how the Midnight Express have like their shoulder pads from the '80s in there. Like, look, it looks like uh, almost like MC Hammer's. Like, they get it. Look at that. They get it. Yeah, but look at that. The Fantastics on the other side are ready to go. So you know, sometimes you're know, like Bobby Fulton. He stuck with it. Like he was kayfabe all the way with the with the blonde hair. He made right. sure he always had the blonde hair. And uh, but you know. 
Tommy Rogers, sometimes he had brown hair, sometimes he had blonde hair. You know, I mean, I get it. Sometimes you feel like a brunette, sometimes you feel blonde. But he's, he's just, you got to find one to stick with it, Tommy Rogers. Right. But anyways. Yeah, R.I.P. This is, yeah, he went through this stage where he had, like, Santa Claus there at Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe they attacked the Fantastic oh, from behind like before the bell. Oh, just like that, from behind. Oh, my goodness. Dirty. That's disgusting. So, uh... How could they do it? Sorry, so Nia Jax. a national treasure. Yes, Nia Jax, also a national treasure. That's right. And uh, so what are your opinions on that then? Uh, I mean, they just, the big thing is with Oscar and Nia Jax, you know, they have put on, they put on a really good match in XT that Oscar won. Yeah. um, After Nia Jax had come up. And I like Nia Jax's growth. Um. Both of them are super talented, yep. obviously. Oscar's more polished. Right. But Naya, uh, I like what she's doing because they need to have someone like Naya that is just different from everybody else. Yeah. The more differences you can have in the women's division, the better. One of the problems I have with the men's division is so many wrestlers are like other wrestlers. And... It waters down the product sometimes. Yeah. And the women, they have the luxury of not having as many people on staff as the men do. Right. And I think that plays into why they've been so successful. Having those individual personalities is great. Okay. But Naya, doing what she's she's doing now, where we're trying to figure out, we're in that same position, where is she a heel? Is she, is she not right. a heel? And that's the only thing I don't like about it. Yeah. Is they... I think Naya would actually be way over as a face. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, if she would come and save Asuka from a beatdown from, say, a couple, you know, pick pick your, you know, group that they've got right now on either yeah. side. Right. If, if they were to, if she were to save Asuka, I, I think trying to make her a heel is they're trying to force her into that heel and she just doesn't fit. Her personality is not the personality of a heel. You can tell right. she's a sweet, sweet person. Yeah. You could tell that she's fun. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think they need to roll with that. Right. You know, one of the things I like about Alexa Bliss so much is she plays her character perfectly. Yeah. You know, she's kind of got a little bit of cowardice in there, which yeah. would make sense if you were five foot one in, right. in a world of giants. Yeah. But she also has that, I'm so great, I'm so tough, I'm so beautiful thing going on. Right. And that's perfect for the heel. Right. But, you know, Charlotte is doing her thing. Like a modern day uh, women's Ric Flair, but she's exactly right. but she's um, not about all the nonsense outside of the ring, like like her father was. She's all about inside the ring, right? You know, so it's not all about you know limousines and everything else, which right. was great. I mean, Ric Flair's the best wrestler in the history of the earth, right? Okay. But um, these characters all play off each other perfectly because they're different. Right. And I hope they keep that, but I think Naya should be a face, quite frankly. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, her and Oscar are going to put on good matches, but, I mean, first of all, if you're going to have somebody that you want to be a bad a bad guy, don't, or a bad girl, don't dress them up with shoulder pads. And, and like, the weird, like, hip things. Yeah. It's like her hips have shoulder pads. Yeah. It's I don't just, know what's going on. And it's And they're colorful. Yeah. If you want her to be bad, make her bad. You right. You know what I mean? Dress her see, bad. See, but at the same time, I think that they tried that with Tamina. And then well, there was something lost in there that... 
Well, I, I think with Tamina, the thing was lost was her, her talent. I mean, I, I just don't feel like Tamina has the it factor for whatever yeah, right. reason. Um, she can wrestle. But it's just there's something personality-wise that's not there. Yeah. And that's not her fault. I mean, some some people have it. Some people don't have it. Right. And she could be a great wrestler. I just don't think she has that it factor that it takes to make it on the main roster of WWE. Right. You're talking about the best of the best when it comes to talking or wrestling right. or combination. If you're over or you are getting super heat... The WWE is going to come find you. Yeah, yeah. So, but with, uh, you know, she's, I, th- I think they let them be themselves. And okay, they let right. them sort of, you know, put their gimmicks together themselves more than they do the men. Right. And uh, so Tamina's, you know, she's got on that sort of tough girl. That's just who she is. Yeah. Naya, maybe that's Naya's personality. But if that's Naya's personality, you can't try to make that heal. Right. You know, I, it's just not going to work. So, um I wouldn't have Nia come out and, and attack Oscar before the bell and that kind of stuff. Just let them, um, you know, this whole notion that you have to have good character versus bad character to have a successful match is nonsense. Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin broke through the ceiling, and the ceiling's been destroyed for years. Yeah. There is no good guy or bad guy anymore. Right, right. Unless you go over the top with being a bad guy. My goodness, Bobby Fulton, look at that hair. Oh, that hair. That is a lot of hair. Yeah, it is. Uh, but you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, for and sure. I don't think you have to do that. And some of the consensus is when the big shows, not, not the big show, but when you have big pay-per-views and things right. like that, you still want to have like the bad guy versus the good guy or the bad girl versus the good girl. But I don't think it's necessary when you're talking about Raw and SmackDown. Right. You know, yep. I mean, AJ Styles and Shinsuke are both going to be faces if they wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's going to be one of the greatest matches yep. we've seen. Yep. So. Completely agree. Just roll with it. Yep. You know? Faux show. Faux show. So, oh. hey, The Revival was on the show. I love The Revival. I love The Revival, And too. I hate that they keep getting screwed match in and match out. And Dash in this match hit one of the biggest frog splashes I've ever seen. <laughs> it was nice. It, it was, was very great. nice. Uh, what well, was uh, Superplex by Dawson first, and then Wilder hit that splash. Yeah. And a Superplex followed by a top rope splash is fantastic. Yes. And so I want to see more of that. Yep, I, I agree. Mean, the Superplex is still the best thing to see live. Yeah. And the off-the-top-rope splash is probably number two. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. So, I mean, my man, Cowboy Bob Orton, who was one of the innovators of the super the Superplex. Yeah. And then you, know, you go back to, to, we were just talking about Tamina, her dad. I was thinking the, the same Superfly, thing, yep. I mean, that has always captivated people because it's such a great, just a, it's just a great thing that's never going to get old. Yep. It's exciting, and I mean, they do different things now where you powerbomb a guy while he's got somebody else in the superplex, yeah. and that's fine, but it's still the superplex that yeah. catches that. So it was a it was a great move. Yeah, and um, since we were talking about the splash and stuff, and then you brought up Tamina. Tamina does a great splash. Yeah, she does. It's just, unfortunately, yeah, like her character and stuff is and they just not over. Send but send her back down to NXT and let her work on it. That's what I'm thinking, you know? yeah. She'll figure it out. You know, I mean, th- there's plenty of great talent to go back and forth. Right. I mean, the Queen of Spades, bring her up, 
Lights and down to Mina. Right. It's not a, it's not a demotion. I mean, NXT is the hottest thing going. Right. You know, it's just a place to cut your teeth and try something new. Yeah. You know, so you know, work, go back to work. You know, there's always a there's always a way to find what your personality is. Right. You know, I think wrestling and comedy are very similar that way. Yeah. You got to find what your personality is. Yeah. And sure, you're going to play a little bit of a part, but most of the time, the people that are the best at the, at wrestling, it's them. Yeah. With the volume turned up to eleven. Yep. You know, Ric Flair, The Rock, Steve Austin. It's when they get to be John Cena. Yeah. They just turn that up to eleven. And and they become bigger than themselves. You right, know? right. Uh, I mean, Hulk Hogan calls everybody brother all the time. Yeah. But when he turns it up to 11, you know, he becomes Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So. Right. But um, Seamus and Cesaro, the bar. Right. Um, the one thing I, I got to say is when you get superplexed and splashed off the top rope and then you just kick out. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying, man. It's just, it's like all this stuff is just wasted. What's the point? Well, didn't we just have a couple months ago where Triple H was complaining about uh, selling moves, or maybe it was Stone Cold. Somebody was talking. I think it was Stone Cold. It was, was probably talking about Stone Cold. Selling, he says that a lot. Yeah, not being able to sell, you know, sell those moves anymore. Um, but here you go. I mean, here's the WWE. Yeah. Not selling those moves. There right. is no reason a superplex followed by a top rope splash should ever be kicked out of, ever, unless it's Braun Strowman or the big show. Right. You know? Right. It's it's devastating. Yeah. You know? I mean, so what the super kick's not devastating anymore. Well, so what? It's a kick. Yep. But you just got twelve feet in the air, fifteen feet in the air. A body boom, down on you. And then another body fifteen feet in the air splashes on top of you. Yeah. In what universe do you kick out? You just you had, shouldn't be kicking out of any universe. You had the wind knocked out of you when you came down from the superplex, right? And then you had somebody smash into your. You just forget it. Yeah, that's it's, it's upsetting. But <laughs> the one thing I will say is Sheamus and Cesaro don't have a match for uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania yet, which yeah. is surprising to me because um, they have kept the belts on them for most of this, you know, the last six months. Don't worry, they're going to put them in a match with six other tag teams, so oh, things yeah. will be fine. That's, that's just what we need. Um, <laughs> they're you know in the rumor mill for people that follow the rumor mill or don't want to follow the rumor mill. Um, I read something uh, the other day that uh, there's a rumor that it's going to be uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt as a tag team, and I hope they don't do what? that. What? I hope they don't do that yet. Yeah. Maybe after they do the uh, the final deletion of whatever they're calling this. Right. Um, but not right now. And we'll get into that here in a yeah. little bit. But for right now, Seamus and Cesaro, they, uh, um, there's some crazy stuff that happens in here, right? Um, uh, there's just... Uh, so all the stuff happens, and... You know, you get superplexed and you get splashed, and then uh-huh. like you kick out and hit a neutralizer, and it's over. Right. So, uh, not only do you kick out. I mean, I know he's the Swiss Superman and everything, but yeah, he's shaking a little too far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Cena comes out and he's blah 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 blah. Wants blah, to blah, talk blah, about blah, SmackDown, which is silly. But then here comes Gold Dust. Yeah, my man, Gold Dust. And Goldie. He, he uh, comes out and puts the whooping on John Cena with a cheap <laughs> shot. 
But I, it's hard to believe it's the first time that John Cena and Goldust I have ever I had no wrestled. idea. That's crazy. Yeah. They've both been around forever. Yep. Um, I love, I love Goldust. I, I do mean, too. Um, that character, he has made so much out of a crappy character. No joke. He has made a crappy character legendary. Yep. I mean, he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer or however they figure it out because just for that, how do you take this character, which when they first started it, I mean, transvestite was a dirty word. Right. You know? Right. And um, as the years have changed and, you know, people have started acting right, um, he has evolved the character with it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you can't say enough about what he's done. Um, both of... Uh, both of of Dusty Rhodes's sons have have done great yeah, things. Right. Um, of course, Cody's much you know earlier in his rise. But, yeah. Um, because Dustin's been at this now for a long time. Long time. But uh, kudos to him. Um, but as usually happens um, when you face John Cena, he caught uh, the five knuckle shuffle and the attitude adjustment. Right. Done. So that's it. That's it. Next is uh, 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 Elias. Oh, but before, yeah, Elias is coming out to visit Angle. Yeah, right. And because uh, he has a Symphony of Destruction match. Right. And uh, if you don't know what the Symphony of Destruction is, you didn't watch Raw, and shame on you because. It's okay, we didn't know what it was until it actually happened. Because it's never happened. <laughs> exactly. But anytime. The Megadeth song, Symphony of Destruction, gets to come back <laughs> is a great day. Right. Oh, hey, check this out. This but, is uh, the Fantastics versus the Sheep Herders. Sheep Herders, yeah. Yeah, before they became, you know, before they went to WWE. Who's, is that guy like the big boss man, skinny brother, or is he a real cop? I think he was a real cop. Because <laughs> there's no guardrails around them. So for those of you that know the Bushwhackers but don't know them outside of the WWE, they were actually called the Sheep Herders in the NWA, and they were bad guys. And they weren't all crazy. Right. They were just bad guys. They were just all they're crazy. Looking. Yeah, just Australian bad guys, and they always had a green tank top on and camouflage pants. And they had this third guy with them that just carried around the Australian flag, and he didn't make it to the WWE. <laughs> That was great. He tried grabbing a chair from the audience, and they pulled that's it right. back. They you, weren't you, letting him have it. That was you, awesome. You can't just pull a... I wonder if that's the same lady that comes to our uh, <laughs> our wrestling. To big-time wrestling? Yeah. She, she's been behind the Fantastics all these years. You're not messing around with those chairs. But, but uh, hey, look at that. See, look, he's back to just being a brunette in this match. Yep. With the short hair. Short hair. I don't know, man. Tommy Rogers, you got straightened it out, brother. You're confusing me. Back in the 1980s. Get it together, man. What is the dude, what is that cop doing? He looks, I'm, are you sure that's not like uh, the little boss man? Big, or yeah, right, little boss well, man. Maybe the medium boss man, because he's pretty tall. I don't know, he's got a gun and stuff on his hip, so I think he's... Oh my goodness, he's like, he's really going to win. He's legit. He's not, he's not losing to the Undertaker, and he's, <laughs> tell you that, and getting hung up by the thing, he's going to shoot him. He's not, no casket so, match for him. That's right. So the Symphony of Destruction's coming. Yep. And uh, uh, that match we'll get into when it comes up here. And it's a false count anywhere match. Yes, and so. I love uh, that's one thing I do love is a false count anywhere yep. match. Yep. Um, but then we find out the news of all news. Anytime news pops up that makes me text Michael, that's when you know it's big news. And what is that big news, Michael? 
I don't remember. Wait, what? Wait. Hillbilly Jim's going on. Oh, okay, because I had a couple other things before that. Hillbilly Jim. Wait, what did we miss? Well, I uh, I had uh, made notes for myself that the Mizzy Awards were going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mizzy uh, Awards. And Paul Heyman was going to respond to uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. Woo! You may have known him as Harley Davidson when he was down in Memphis, but... His best work was Hillbilly Jim. Holy crap. And I, I mean, when he first started, he had no boots. And you've heard me tell this story yeah. before. He had no boots. And Hulk Hogan came and gave him a pair of his boots because... Pulled him out of the audience. Yeah, well, what... what? Started it out. That's how it started. Pulled right. him out of the audience. And then he had no shoes. Right. And Hulk Hogan gave him his own pair of boots. Who would have known Hulk Hogan and Hillbilly Jim had the exact same foot size? <laughs> but they did. And so he got boots... And next thing you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He, uh, I, I remember him, but like not very well. And just watching the clips and stuff of him, like he seemed like one of the most genuinely nice guys. Oh, and he, and he just, uh, had some of the craziest matches. So he, he went against King Kong Bundy. Right. And they had like the, uh, uh the little people with him. You know, there yeah, was like, right. like little, little Tokyo, and then there was like, uh, Lil Beaver was on, was on, uh, uh, was on his side, and then Lil Tokyo was on the bad side, and what were the other one's names? Um, tell me, I can't, oh, I, I don't, think. I don't remember. Hang Kong Bundy, Lil Tokyo. You're the one that comes Lil up with Beaver. all the names. You can, uh, just, well, I think stuff. it was WrestleMania 4. Okay. Three or four. I can't remember. Go out, go watch it, folks. It's fantastic. But Hillbilly Jim. You know, he, t- he teamed with Hulk Hogan quite a bit before he went off more on his own. He had some good runs. Um, and for those of you that don't know, he was in charge, and he may—he probably still is in charge of the video department of WWE now. For really, yeah. So, like all the WWE videos you've watched, most of them are under his his you know caretaking. Oh, I didn't. know He's that. been in charge of that department for a long time. So. Oh. Well, that's very, cool. in, very intelligent individual, and uh, if you don't know him from before his time as Hillbilly Jim, go out and just go out and look for uh, oh, Memphis yeah, Harley Davidson, and you know you'll get some matches where he wasn't the Hillbilly, right? And uh, you know he was a tough guy, and you'll get to see him uh, in some great matches there. So, yep. Um, but I digress. He's one of my all-time favorites, so I was super excited. I started yelling, and my wife was like, what happened? What happened? I was like, Hillbilly Jim's going to the fame. I was excited about it, too. My dogs were looking at me crazy. I mean, he's great. Oh, see, there's more little boss men, so that cop is legit. Oh, see, yeah. they're all around the ring. Yeah, they're just trying to keep people back because the sheep herders got serious heat, man. Oh, or yeah. they were the bushwhackers. They were hated. And, I mean, just, look, we were just at... Look um, how bloody all these guys are. Oh, yeah, this... I mean, look at that. We've seen Bobby bleed now, like, in three different... That man. He loves to bleed. Yeah, last time we saw him, he was facing Shane Douglas, and they were bleeding inside the inside the barbed wire cage. Look at that. Butch and Luke, before they were Butch and Luke. Ugh. They're still making crazy faces, but now they're just, like, mean faces. Take it easy, Butch. My goodness. All right. He's choking, he's choking him. Referee, look. He's gonna, Bobby Fulton's never going to make it to the circle though if you keep letting him choke him. All right, I'm sorry. He got I'm loose. Getting... He got loose. Uh-oh. Oh, no, he's stuck. Oh, no, he's going to hit him with the Australian flag. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, oh Bobby Fulton, no. now right in the stomach. 
Chillicothe, Ohio's favorite son. Got hit in the stomach with an Australian flag by that sheep sexer. Ridiculous. Why is that old lady in there? Get out of the ring, lady. Isn't that the same lady from... Look, there's multiple people standing within the guardrails. Maybe that was maybe that was the mom of the lady that we always see at the oh, uh, World Classic Professional uh, Big Time Wrestling. Yep. And that younger woman beside her is probably her daughter that's now the lady that's yeah, the ringside. passed it on. It all makes sense now. Ugh. And speaking of uh, that, we'll get to a commercial in a little bit for that. But uh, then we had Bailey and Mandy Rose. Bailey, there, right? yep. Yeah, Charlie, who is... Uh, uh, the backstage lady, she uh, talks to Bailey. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Bailey tries to explain herself. And it uh, looks so. Like Bailey and Sasha Banks, they're friends or not friends. You know, what difference does it make? Wrestle. Wrestle, get it over with. Find out who's the best. That's right. They just wrestled. Bailey beat Sasha, what, last week? Two weeks ago? So, look, we don't need to have this friendship nonsense. We don't need it. Right. If Sasha's going to turn bad, have her turn bad at WrestleMania, and then have her be bad for at least a year. I don't want none of this wishy-washy nonsense like you've been doing to me. Either she's bad or she's not bad. Right. But I digress because Bailey has to face Mandy Rose. That is true. Ooh, and uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose looks like a young Trish Stratus. As we she's were, uh, so beautiful. And uh, I am married, so I cannot uh, comment on that. And I am very single, Mandy Rose. Yes, he is a single. And Trish, if you're listening, I mean... I a, am also single, Trish. Um, and a, Beth Phoenix. And... No. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Just keep going. Edge is going to, like, spear you when you walk out of the door after this recording. I'll flick his neck. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jerk. Let's move on. Bailey and Manny Rose are wrestling. Right. And... Um, the announcers keep talking about uh, Bailey's inner turmoil, which is something uh, special. Which waka waka waka. Bailey ends up winning. Bailey wins. She gets jumped by Absolution. Sasha comes to the rescue. Here she comes. And Sasha wants a hug. Oh, but Bailey says no hug for you, sister. No soup for you. No, no, it's a hug. Yeah, that's what I said. She had no soup. Sure. But she wasn't getting that either because she's been a jerk. She wasn't getting nothing. And then we go backstage, and there's Nia Jax. Nia Jax talking to Alexis, Alexa Bliss. Our Columbus girl. But More still crying. Unnecessary. Uh, not necessary. Now we're, we're done with that, because we're yep. not going to talk about it. That's, That's what right. you get WWE for making people because cry. Because now we're at the Symphony of Destruction. The Symphony of Destruction. Do you want to tell them what the Symphony of Destruction is? Okay, so the Symphony of Destruction match. It's beautiful. Is all these different instruments? Oh my goodness! Bob all over the stage. He's just blood in here. got a uh, uh, drums, a little little baby piano, and uh, another big bass. Holy crap! He's sticking a screwdriver in his head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's skull. You're seeing skull. Oh my goodness! Uh, wow, Bobby there was, Fulton's there was violent. Big old ge- bass. Yes, they had a big bass, they had a drum set. They right. Had a, um, but the surprise was that Dum Dum Elias can play piano. Yes. He can kind of play drums. Yeah. And then he's actually getting better at guitar. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a pretty talented guy, actually. 
And I'll tell you, whether you like, if you don't like Elias, you might as well just learn to suck it up because he's going to be there for a long time because he gets right. over every week and he gets more and more over and he'll take the bumps. He'll put other guys over. He gets good in the ring. And the longer he keeps doing the shtick, the more people like it, the more I like it. Yeah. I love the walk with Elias. We've talked about that before, the way he's turned WWE into walk with Elias. Yep. And so he's a future WWE champion. So you might as well get used. If you don't like him, you're just going to have to suck it up. Right. Because right. he's going to be there for a while. But the man of the hour is Braun Strowman. That's right. And so. And this is pretty great what happens. It is great. So Elias tries to run away. Like yeah, and it's B. slick, too, because he waits until the, his music starts. Yep. And then he's like, after he talked about being a tough guy yep. in the ring and how he's going to do this and do that, and then the music hits, and he straight tails lights, it. Lights go out, go to Spotlight, where he's normally sitting on a stool to play his guitar, and, and he's gone. And nothing. Just the, just the, nothing but the just the seat. Right. And, and we uh, see that he's uh, trying to escape out to his car, yes. where there are cameras conveniently waiting for <laughs> <Yes>. him. <laughs> So he runs out to his car, <laughs> and he's, uh, at first I thought they were going to have Braun in the back seat. That's what I Because he, like, looks too, behind him or whatever. Too big. He's too big for that. But he's, like, standing on the gas and nothing's happening. So he's like, what's wrong with my car? Right. And he looks over his shoulder, and lo and behold, there's somebody behind the car. Big old Braun Strowman's Big holding old that Braun sucker in Strowman. place. And he picks it up off the ground. The tires are just spinning and spinning and spinning. And so he, Elias finally slams on the old brakes. Gets and out and takes off. Takes off. Now, if if Braun was evil, he would have waited until those wheels were really going and then dropped he the dropped car it. and yeah. just let it spin out into the wall or that's something. That's what I would have done, did. That's right. That's why, you're the, that's why you're the assassin. That's why I'm magical Michael Moore. Um, you're magical. So we get to the match. Yes. Which just ends up being Braun Strowman... <laughs> Catching uh, Elias. Yeah, Elias is trying to escape. And the best way to escape is always back to the ring, apparently. Um, never works. Right. And so he gets tossed around up on the stage. He uh, gets tossed through the drums. He uh, gets a, that bass guitar over his back again. Which was great. Or wasn't a guitar, is it? Bass. Just a bass. But I cello. Stand up bass, cello, however you want to call it. It cello. still looks fantastic when he slams it on him. Hey, there's uh, Ted DiBiase That's before he's a million dollar that... man. And Dirty Dick Murdoch has attacked him before the bell. Dirty Dick. Just like the mighty Dirty Dick Mur Murdoch who farts. Chased, chased Dusty Rhodes all the way from Mid-South Wrestling to Georgia oh, okay. Championship Wrestling. Right. Remember when I told you about this? Yep. There he is. Okay, so, he should be in the Hall of Fame. So the end of this Dirty Dick this match into what, this why did symphony everybody of have blonde match? hair in the eighties? What was the deal? Because sunshine. But it was all like peroxide blonde hair. Look at that, right? Or bleach. Because everybody wants to be from California. But I mean, Dick Murdoch's like a tough Texan. Why? Why did he go blonde? It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. He's my a dirty Dick. My uh, device needs the latest security updates for Windows Ten. I'm gonna hide <laughs> that. So, uh, Braun Strowman gets the wind, the wind, gets the wind by, uh, I get the wind sometimes. tossing Elias underneath the piano, kicking out the leg yes, of the piano, does. and dropping it onto he just, old Elias. I mean, Elias got destroyed. I yeah. Mean, he beat him with everything, and then he climbed underneath the piano, so Braun just kicked the legs out, and that was it. Right. So, so that was pretty great. 
I liked. Um, we find out that there's going to be a 50-man Royal Rumble yes. in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Um, and we have no idea who all of those competitors are even going to be. Yeah, they just kind of named off a few, which is just the big names like you would expect to see and stuff. But yeah, so... I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I hope they put it on the WWE Network. It'll be one of those things where it's like 3 in the morning. Right. Still put it out there, you know? Right. So, um, so hey, Bray Wyatt is uh, going to wrestle. Hey, Bray Leave. So you say you like Bray Leave, hey. But he's wrestling against somebody who loses more than him. <laughs> That's Rhino with Heath Slater. Because Heath Slater is now apparently Rhino's manager. Uh, this this was the other thing that made me pee a little during Monday Night Raw. Yes, this wouldn't make anyone pee because was Bray Wyatt wins the match very quickly. Boom! Yes. Calls out Matt Hardy. Calls him out. And what do we find out? And we had the the break, the glass, and there That's he right. is, woken, yep. broken. Matt Hardy's up there. There's only one place that this match can take place only at. One place. And it's the Hardy Compound. Hardy Compound. And I lost it. Cannot believe it. I lost it. And so they show us footage of the Hardy comp- Compound. And guess who is flying across the screen? Vanguard 1. That's right. And I lost it. Because I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing greater than the Hardy Compound when Vanguard 1's flying through. I didn't get to see Senior Benjamin yet. They got to bring back the whole thing. I want the whole thing. I want Senior Benjamin. I'm surprised to see any of it. So I was so excited. I messaged yeah. you again. Yeah. Because I mean, nothing is better than the Hardy Compound for right. that stuff. I mean, shooting people with fireworks, just the whole nine yards, the the pool of rejuvenation. If if you don't know what that is, if you don't know what the pool of rejuvenation is, then you better stop listening to this until you go and watch it. Okay. So I have a question. Um. Dirty Dick Murdoch's just being a jerk. So we find out, or I guess I read this, that Jeff Hardy has now been cleared by the doctors. Yes. So will he come so back? Or will he be Brother Nero when he comes That's what back? I'm wondering. And will he come back out of that pool of rejuvenation? That's something that should be interesting. Because I just hope, <laughs> now if there's one thing I don't want from the Hardy compound... It's that Tweed guy or whatever he called himself when he was like the gardener that's just like the crazy guy running around with he's it. like running around with a weed eater and he's dressed all stupid and he's like and he's like doing stupid stuff with the weed eater. Right. Yeah, I don't need that guy back. Okay, now but, I need uh, that guy. Yeah, actually he's pretty funny, but <laughs> <laughs> I want the regular Jeff Hardy back first. Well, I, I would prefer Brother Nero, but we'll see how right. it goes. Right. But if they bring back Brother Nero, now we're talking about something special. Right. Now we're talking about maybe taking on the bar. That's a, there we go. At WrestleMania from the Hardy Compound. Now you got me excited. Wait. I thought that at the Hardy Compound was going to be Bray versus Matt. Oh, it is now. Uh, what I'm saying is it, oh, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's going to be at WrestleMania. So yeah. Jeff could come back at WrestleMania, but he could come back as Brother Nero. Right. Excellent. Excellent. That would be awesome. And then they can take on the bar later. Right. From the compound. They could really blow up that storyline. Because once they once you're at the compound, you don't want to come back from the compound. No. I mean, you got you got smoking Joe Frazier, the kangaroo. Right. You got George Washington, the giraffe. I mean, so much so much entertainment. Right. King Maxwell's running around. 
Now there's a little new king that we haven't seen yet on TV. Oh, that's right. So, I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, and then it was time for the Mizzies. Oh, the Mizzies. And every year it just seems like, uh, you know, Mizzy, uh, he likes to give himself awards. Yeah. And uh, give other people awards for whatever they did against him. And Kurt Angle actually was nominated for like four times for the same category, <laughs> which was funny for worst decision by over Raw General Manager, again, yeah. which was great, and uh, I really enjoyed that. And uh, anytime somebody can cheap shot Jason Jordan always makes me happy. Right. And uh, so uh, congratulations to uh, the Raw General Manager, Kurt Angle, for his win there. Right. Um, but... Uh... Seth Rollins and Finn Balor come out. Yeah, and I mean... They're well, interrupting things. I mean, that's not, not three of the greatest wrestlers in the world right now. It's pretty damned close. That is that is a hell of a match if those three are going to be in a match together. And uh, I thought this was pretty great because Miz was calling Finn Balor out on all of his stuff. About Japan and about the too sweet sign, hand oh, yeah. sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was kind of keeping it real, too, which was pretty great. But you'd think that uh, uh, it's going to be... Oh, no, I'm skipping ahead. So Miz and Finn end up fighting... No, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, they, and, I didn't take very good notes, so now I'm trying to piece it together. <laughs> so Seth and Finn are now in a, uh, a handicap, handicap match. match with the Miztourage. Yes, so it's the Miz and the Miztourage. Right. And so we get two against three. Right. But, I mean, look, if ever there were two really talented individuals that have been wasted, it's the Miztourage. I mean, Bo Dallas is an NXT champion. Really? Right? Yeah. Hmm. I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe that Bo Dallas was the NXT champion? I mean, I guess I have to because it's available on the network to tell me so. <laughs> hey, and right now it's free for three months. Oh, boy. Oh, snaps. If you don't already have it, which I do, and I get no I kind too. of discount whatsoever. Right. But uh, you get three months for free. And why wouldn't you get three months for free? You get to watch the pay-per-view this weekend, Fastlane. Fast you get lane. to watch WrestleMania. That's right. You get to watch the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony the night before WrestleMania. That's right. You're going to have NXT TakeOvers coming up. You're going to have all the great stuffs coming up. Yeah. It's going to be summertime. That's there might be about. a great American Bash in there. You know, you're going to get SummerSlam. What are you waiting on? Mm-mm-mm. Do it in XT every week. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. All right. Is it time for commercial? Uh, Let's finish Raw first. we got to hurry up and get through All this right, last so little Seth bit. Seth Rollins and Finn Bauer against Miz and the Mr. Raj. There's a triple threat now at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Miz, Finn, and Seth Rollins. And it's going to be good. And then uh, the last bit ended Raw was Paul Heyman. And, uh, my name is Paul Heyman. And we find out that the title belt is Brock's bitch. Yes, I mean, I was surprised because Brock always seems to, uh, you know, treat it like a lady. Right. So I'm not sure he's going to be happy with him <laughs> calling him that. But, you know. You mean treating it like a lady, like by keeping it cooped up in his basement? 
Never Not shown it on TV. See it. Well, maybe he's treating it like a lady from like 1919, and uh, you know, another country where they don't appreciate uh, ladies like we do here mm-hmm. in the United States. Because it was just uh, a universal uh, or International Women's Day the other day. Oh, there. So, uh, we Ted love you, ladies. is pulling the uh, old Bobby Fulton, and he was biting him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, for those of you that don't know, uh, Matt Hardy likes biting. Uh, Ted DiBiase likes biting. Bobby Fulton likes biting. There are some folks that just like to bite, and uh, uh, Humpty Hump likes to bite. Yeah. You know, he told us that a couple times in the 90s. So, uh, yeah, we're watching right now, you know, uh, before he was mess- before he was the Million Dollar Man, he's got, uh, uh, look at that, Dirty Dick Murdoch. He just punched him with the right hand. Back in the day, that was so dirty. Yeah. And he's wearing a, a black glove oh. on his right hand, which he did not do as the Million, million Dollar Man. Nope. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's blood. Like, this has been, like, the bloodiest group of matches. Right. And it's the same, this is the same night because there was just the, uh, um, the little boss man just went by. Oh, yeah, and and that lady, too. (laughs) I mean, we just saw the Fantastics and the Sheep Herders, like, bloody each other up. Bobby Fulton had a screwdriver. Just was just raking it. Cross Butch's head. And now, both uh, Ted DiBiase and... Uh, Dick Murdoch are bloodied up. So right. this was a bloody match. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Uh, every prince needs his princess. Will you be mine at prom? Oh, my. Oh. I don't know if my wife's trying to get me to go to prom as her princess or if that's something that my son's going to do for a girl. Oh, she shook her head yes, which uh, could be either. She got her hair done today, by the way, and looks fabulous. I see you, girl. Promposal. 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 Man, I'm glad I wasn't born in this generation. Yeah, me too. We would just be like, hey, how's it going, girl? I was just like, I hey. I like you. I see you're a girl. I'm a boy. I like you. You want to go rub our parts together at a dance? Wait a minute. This is before they rub their parts together. So Roman Reigns starts punking out Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Paul Heyman, he's like... My name is Paul Heyman. Which, of course, is always awesome because there's never been a promo he's done that wasn't awesome. He is amazing on the mic. Whether he's you, so fantastic. Whether you love him or hate him, man. He's so fantastic. He, he, he's got it down. I mean, not only did he give us Paulie Dangerously, not only did he give us ECW, but he just keeps giving over and over. I mean, these promos, had he been an actual wrestler, he would be... An all-time legend. Yeah. Because, sure. I mean, he's as great on the mic as Ric Flair was. As great on the mic as some of these all-time legends have been. Yep. Just fantastic. I mean, he is equal to CM Punk. Uh, and so when he was with CM Punk for that year that he had, oh boy, he's beating him with the chair he, now. No, he was hitting him in the back of the neck with it like four times. <laughs> Just, I'll tell you, this is... Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so Roman is like, you know what? Uh-uh. Ain't gonna come up in here with all that nonsense. Actually, he didn't act like that. But, he didn't. You know, that was, uh, but after last week when he got, he got over, even with me, he's been one of his toughest critics. You know, he came out and said, hey, yeah. uh, I'm done with this nonsense. Yep. But Paul Heyman says, hey, next week. Next week, Braun, you know, maybe Brock's going to be here. If he decides to show up. Just maybe. If he decides to show his big, dumb face. So we'll see. Big, meaty face. You know, and, and look, uh, uh, real quick before we go to our commercial break, you know, you, you can love or hate Brock Lesnar. Um, I've been a huge Brock Lesnar fan when he was in the UFC. Um, 
I, I really liked what he did the first, when he first came to WWE, when he was the next big thing. Uh, when he used to do his, the suplex, uh, have you, or the uh, moonsaults, have you ever seen a man Ugh. his size with the moonsaults and the, and the physical attributes that he has? It's a shame that he got sick like he did when he was the UFC champion. If he had never gotten sick like he, he did twice, the first time almost killed him. Then um, we wouldn't have to deal with him now in WWE. No, well, he probably he would just have, be UFC. Yeah, he probably would would have been the best UFC champion in the history of the earth because he would have just kept going and going and going because he was a monster. Mm. Um, but um, he beat the Undertaker, broke the streak, and he was the champion for a long time. I just hate you know the part time thing. You just cannot put the belt on somebody no. that's part time. Um, for guys like me, that I mean, we're sitting here, we're watching, we've been watching NWA in the background. This this is my childhood. I, the third, you have to defend your title every thirty days. Was always a rule in every right every region. Uh oh. Uh oh. What's going on now? Uh oh. Is that who? He's just been attacked by. Is that Mister Wrestling? No, no. It's uh, a. It's a. It's a guy in a mask that looks strangely like uh, Doctor Death, Steve Williams, but I can't tell exactly which because I don't I recognize don't, that mask. I don't know. I don't know, but he's wearing blue jeans and. Uh, Oh, that big is clothesline. a big clothesline. Nope, that is a chubbier guy than Steve yeah, Williams. Yeah, he's chunky. That, I recognize that clothesline, though. I don't know, we'll figure that out. I think that might oh, be... Oh, Brain Buster. I think that might be Dick Slater. So. But anyways, um, we're going to go to commercial. That wraps it up for Raw. Good job, Raw. Good job, Raw. Good job, Raw. And we'll be back. We'll be back with more. Hey everybody, I'm Michael Moore. And I'm Rachel Graham. And this is the ad for Our Our Burn Burn Books. Um, If you're not familiar, Our Burn Books is a bi-weekly podcast where we... We bitch about everything. That's right. Um, Anything that you can think of. It's mostly me and Michael bitching about our own lives. That's right. Things that we come across each and every week that drive us insane. Um, What's something that you've burned, Rachel? Um, well, I've burned my relationship status quite a bit. She has really shitty relationships. Yeah, I have poor taste in men. <laughs> and I have burned personalized license, license plates. That, you have, we talk about traffic a lot. Because traffic sucks. Do you hate traffic? Do you want to listen to us complain about traffic? That's right. Do you want to listen to us complain about traffic in your car? You can do that. This is the perfect podcast for you. Yeah. So anyways, um, what we want you to do, though, is we want you to let us know what burns your goat, what what irritates you throughout the week. And you can uh, get to us uh, at Twitter, uh, at OurBurnBooks.com. You can email us. Uh, rburnbooks at gmail.com That's and right. Instagram at r period burn period books. That's right. And uh, we want to hear from you. So uh, like and subscribe and listen to us. And uh, that's going to be it. Go check yeah. us out. And Cinnamon Dragon out. Cinnamon Dragon is out. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
trying to be all sexy like. Right. Tim Vader was a good guy. Apparently, Colonel Parker was a good guy. Or were they bad guys? I can't. I can't tell. I'm betting they're bad guys. Yeah, because here comes Flair. Oh, there's Flair. And he's always with Sid Vicious. Sid I thought it was be Vicious. With Arn oh yeah. Someday I'm gonna break my leg so bad in the ring, Steve's gonna puke. That's what he's saying right now. Oh, oh they got attacked by a couple of bears. <laughs> <laughs> Vader's coming around the corner. He's like, those guys are as big as me. Look at those guys. Uh-oh. Is that? Oh, they're with Vader. Holy smoke. Uh-oh. Who are those guys? I don't know. They're like Vader's Maximies. <laughs> oh, Maximies. They're like, Vader's like, I got giant Oompas. Uh-oh. Wow. Stunning Steve's getting whooped on by Rick. Yeah, well, they always had good, like, matches. I got a fart. Oh, no. I apologize in advance, because I've never had a fart that didn't smell horrible. Oh, great. That's all right. You can pay me back later. All right, we should probably start recording some. What is, uh, um, I've been recording. Oh, okay. Well, great. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> this fart's horrible. I apologize to the crowd out there that uh, was expecting the PG, uh, not the PG-13. Uh, oh, it's Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons has come down wearing a Pro Wrestling Illustrated t-shirt. Oh, now we've come back from break. Oh, and that fart still smells. But Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious, not Sid Justice, is going back. Oh, there's Arn Anderson. Telly Blanchard also. Look out, they're all helping him back. And then there's like that lazy guy. I can't remember his name. He's like got a mullet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, enough of you listening to us. <laughs> Mike has got his face covered up like a bandit. <laughs> and I will tell him when it no longer smells like someone died. And I don't think I trust him, so hello. Hey, I would never do that to anyone. Except maybe you. Anyways, um, uh, SmackDown. That what is right, think? SmackDown. What do you think about SmackDown? You know what? I just realized I forgot to adjust the gain on this, so it's super loud. That's all right. Ric Flair's back. He's going to take him on by himself. No, nope. I think he's going to bring out Arn Anderson. He ain't a scared. Be his tag team partner. He just spit on the on the colonel. Yeah, he just spit on Colonel Parker. Yeah, that's not going to be good for the chicken. Look, he's calling out somebody. Yep, yep, there, there comes he is. Anderson. What was he called, the oh, Enforcer or something? Yes, the Enforcer, the greatest. In my opinion... Oh, he's having no shit. Look at him go. In my opinion, Arn Anderson is the most underrated wrestler of all time. You think so? He was... I mean, he gets credit for being well, the Enforcer. James Ellsworth. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Arn Anderson, I mean, the double-A... Spine buster is what they call it now because he invented it. He invented the spine buster. Oh, okay. Um, Double A Arn Anderson, the enforcer. His he was a fantastic in ring competitor. I mean, with Ole Anderson, who wasn't his real brother in real life. So those of you that that think that he was uh, the next Anderson, I hate to tell you this, but you're a bunch of suckers. He's not. But um, and he wasn't from Minnesota. He was from North Carolina, just like Ric Flair, I believe. But regardless of that. Great wrestler, great member of the Four Horsemen. So, but uh, those uh, navy blue tights are not uh, very good. They hurt my eyes. So, uh, anyways, SmackDown. <laughs> so we started out with uh, uh, Charlotte and Ruby Riot. Yep. Bobby Roode interrupts it. Um, Roode is on commentary while uh, Randy Orton fights Jinder Mahal. And why wouldn't we want to see Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal again? <laughs> Randy Randy Orton throws the little sing guy onto the table, the commentator table, and just barely gets him onto the table. I think it was because he's so small 
Randy wasn't thinking. Well. <laughs> and chucked him and just barely got him onto the table. Well, the last, I think part of it was the last time that they interacted. Like, Randy basically full force threw him into the table and he, like, broke the table with his back and flipped over it and took oh, up. Oh, right. So I think uh, they are, they're cruiserweights. You know, but I mean, they're, and they're right. light cruiserweights. Right. And I think he didn't realize his strength the last time he did it. So this time he's like, I'm not going to kill this kid again. Right. And so I think that's what happened. But I gotcha. It did look funny. Um, Randy throws Mahal into Rude. Uh, and then Rude gets up on the apron. And uh, Ma- Mahal bounces Randy off of Rude and hits him with the Coloss for the yes. win. And I was uh, I was excited about that. You know, I like Jinder Mahal. Nobody's worked harder than him to come back and be a superstar when he was basically tossed away. Nobody. So. Nobody. Are you sure? That dude is ripped. Just because he's... He doesn't eat anything. Just because he found a gym a couple times doesn't mean anything. Dude, you know how dedicated you have to be to be that ripped? Like, you can't eat anything. You can't drink anything. He's eating... Never mind. Like rice cakes. He's like eating rice cakes and drinking water. Okay. Sammy Zayn and KO. Hey! Sammy swears he will lay down for KO. That's right. He's going to lay down for KO because he's his bestest friend. That's right. Moving on. Moving on. Baron Corbin says he's going to beat Cena's eyes closed. So he can't see him. That's right. I kind of love this. (laughs) (laughs) This is like... That was the first time Baron Corbin has ever said anything that I was like, you get it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like so cheesy that I loved it. I loved it. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, comes over and is talking to an old girl in the back. Uh, Rusev Day shows up. Rusev Day. Um... Aiden English can't talk because his throat is hurt. Yeah, yeah, his throat. So he can't sing, which makes Rusev very angry. He's not happy when he can't have his uh, his puppet sing for him. Yes, I mean, who wouldn't be angry? I wish I had an Aiden English that could just sing opera for me whenever I wanted. Right? Absolutely. I mean, I can, but you've never asked, so. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You can do that? Yeah, but not now. Why not? Now's the perfect time. Maybe next time. I mean, I would this do this show's you. running real long. I'd be right like, now. "Oh yeah," I'd be like, "Hollywood Steve Austin is putting it to Arn Anderson in nineteen eighty nine. So it's gonna be Rusev versus Shinsuke at Fastlane. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's the bad thing about that is, you know, Shinsuke is supposed to be the guy that's over, but Rusev is way over with Rusev Day right now. So hopefully, it doesn't end up embarrassing for. WWE. No promises. No promises. Becky Lynch versus Carmella. Hey, Becky Lynch. I'll be damned. Carmella is actually wrestling. I don't remember when that happened. Yeah. But good for her. She's still running around with that briefcase, right? Yes. She's got to cash it in someday. Someday. I think that they gave it to her and then they were like, we don't know what to do with her. They're like, what do we do that for? Yeah. And so, I mean, she doesn't wrestle in any matches or anything, so it's kind of bananas to me. But Becky wins with the Disarmor. Next. Next. Naomi and Natalia. Yeah, next. Uh, They end up... uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Naomi and Becky versus Natalia and Carmella at the Fastlane. At the Fastlane. At the Fastlane. Hey, any excuse to see Becky is a good excuse for me. Thank you. You're welcome. 
um, AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, I was excited for that. And this then, is the last match. And then what happened? You know, I was excited, and then what happened? So, okay, so AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler are fighting. KO and uh, Sami Zayn come in, decide to interfere sure. and whatnot. Because why should the fans have a good main event? You know? But when you think that Shane's going to go one way, you think he's going to zig, he zags. He zags every time. You expect... A tag team match now. It's Sami done. Zayn and KO versus uh, AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And Shane says, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no. That's what you spect. But <laughs> guess what we gonna do? Five-way match with this guy. And here comes Baron Corbin. Yeah, and he's all like, hey, I'm wearing a wolf t-shirt. But the uh, end of the match, big surprise. Big surprise. Sami Zayn hits KO with the Hulua oh, kick yeah, and pins him for the win. And why would you do Who's that? Who's going to lay down for who? Nobody. Why would you do that now? Great why question. would you not waste that even before Fastlane? Well, I mean, obviously, they don't want Sami to win at Fastlane if they're doing it now. Well, why in the world would you not wait and have him turn on him? I mean, could you imagine that Fastlane where it looks like. KO, and, and then, like, Sammy just, like, falls down, like, classic finger touch, like the old NWA right. nonsense. Yep. And then it's the one, two, and he just kicks out! Or, he's getting, he, should, like, some, they knock somebody out together, and he just gives them the two arms, like, hey, you pin him. And he pins him, and he gets a two, and then he kicks him and breaks the pin. And then you would see no. Kevin Owens' face just, what are you doing? No, Sammy lays down the one-fingered, the one-fingered death punch, he lays down. The AKA Kevin KO Nash. goes to lay down on him. Instead, Sammy rolls him up rolls for the him pen. Rolls him up for the pen. Yep. Well, why would you waste it? Yep. What is wrong with the writers of SmackDown? Yep. I demand they be fired and replaced with us. Immediately. And also, Bully Ray and who's some other good people? Tommy Dreamer? Who else is good at writing stuff? Oh, can they even write? Like physically? They're geniuses. Well, I mean, they probably got like the ECW arthritis. Cripple well, we fingers. Can, we can write for them. They're I geniuses. can use computer real well. They can just, <laughs> they can dictate to me. Have you seen them throw people through the chairs and tables? They're fine. All right, so that was the end of SmackDown. And, we blew uh, right through that thank because God for SmackDown. That. Yeah, and then 205 Live. Uh, Nothing really happened worthwhile. Woo, that's all I got to say is, hey. Hey. It's time for NXT. Uh, yeah, that's right. And speaking of NXT, uh, I saw NXT live in Columbus this last week, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I had was a real jealous. But, well, I mean, how can you be jealous? You went to Seattle, and who did you see in Seattle? I met Lita. You met Lita. Yeah. One, Took me like three uh, tries, but I met Lita. The, just one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Lita, for talking to my friend. <laughs> she's hearing this. Yes. She was. She seemed very interested in what I was telling her about the podcast. Well, but for those of you that don't know, we are going and getting autographed pictures of some of our favorite wrestlers of all time right. to uh, autograph to wrestling with comics. That's right. So someday, when this becomes a full fledged satellite radio show, that's right. Probably like at two o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Who cares? Hey, we'll still be on there. <laughs> I'll be there. Our studio is going to be with all these pictures. That's right. 
Until then, we're just the creepy guys like, hey, can I have an autograph, Barbarian? He's like, doesn't even put an S on wrestling with comics. Yeah. It's just like wrestling with comic. I allowed it. I think it's because he liked me and he didn't like you. Possibly. Because you, you're Because I'm pretty. I could be. <laughs> he and I both are barbarians. Uh, Alright, so NXT. Yes, yeah, so, but, um, you can find those pictures that Steve sent me from uh, NXT and the picture that I took with Lita, and you can see the picture I had signed and stuff. You can find all that on uh, Instagram. Hey, see you. See you, you can like, find that at uh, Wrestling With Comics. At Wrestling With Comics. Correct. So you say you like pictures, hey? There it is. There it is. Hey, uh, real quick, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling is going to be at North Adams High School <laughs> in Seaman, Ohio. Uh, Saturday. Wait. Don't. Where? Sat. <laughs> Seaman, Ohio. Seaman, Ohio. Saturday, March 17th. sticky. 7 p.m. Hey, and our buddy, uh, Ace Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. is going to be there. Get him, boy. With fantastic Bobby Fulton. They're going to be taking on the traders, Sean Casey and Iron Cody Hawk. They're going to be uh, we've, tag teaming. We've seen Sean Casey and Cody Hawk, and we've seen Bob Orton Jr. and Bobby Saw Fulton together. That sounds great. And the powers of pain faces the fear of the barbarian. With a good doctor, it's going to take on Superman Onyx. Wrestle this time? He's going to wrestle. Last time he was just uh, there doing signings. We, and should, stuff. we should probably go to this. Dude. We definitely need to go to this. I mean, sure, we already met all these guys. That's not I what it's about. I don't know about. where Siemens is, but hey, we'll find it. Yeah. I mean, like I got, I got eight kids. Trust me, dude. I know all about Siemens. Just and then there's, the, I mean, the world famous Playboy is going to be there. Oh and I, boy. I mean, I'm just always afraid that he's just going to fall over. And then uh, <laughs> Tyler Robinson's going to be there, which means his mom or aunt or whoever that lady is is going to be there. He's awesome. Yeah. And he's taking on the Sheik of Syria. So that's going to be okay. uh, that's gonna be pretty good. I yeah. like it. I like it. Okay, so that's in Siemens, Ohio. Siemens, Ohio. And then... Uh, uh, what's the date? That is March the 17th, Saturday. March 17th. And we were watching earlier, we were watching uh, the Fantastics against uh, the Varsity Club. Yep. And we got to see Bobby Fulton on one side, and we got to see uh, Kevin Sullivan on the other side. They're going to both, of course, they're going to be in Circleville coming up with uh, Big Time Wrestling. uh, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. And, of course, me and Michael will be there somewhere in the first five, six rows. That is right. Um, The Warlord's going to be there this time. Yeah, we got to get our... uh, Autograph. Yep. Other... Mr. Fuji, look at look at Onyx, dude. You guys don't know. First of all, they have uh, Brian Pillman's son, Pillman Jr. He is always is on their awesome. shows. And I mean, he is awesome. And he's going to be he's going to be Brian. something. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be. I, I can't believe he's not already. I can't either. All over the country because he's got the look. He's got the you know he's got the talent and he's got the name. Yep. Um, Sweet ass mullet. Uh, Superman Onyx is a fantastic, just a humongous man. We met him. I mean, gee, many Christmas. I'm six. I'm six five and a half, like two hundred seventy five pounds, and this guy is just like twice the width of me. He's just a humongous yeah. individual. He's a big um, dude. He's a big guy. So In go ten. and go and see that stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, some different things. Uh, March twenty fourth is the Circleville show. Stan Hansen's going to be there. Stan man. Hansen, WWE Hall of Famer. Um, I mean, look, if you don't just... I would pay the money just to go see Stan Hansen and Kevin right? Sullivan, let alone all the stuff. But, hey, I can't wait to see that return match because we've got, we got Onyx and Tyler Robinson versus the Iron Russians. Oh, boy, that's fun. Titles. And I'll tell you what, you, these Russians, man, they are classic Soviet Union Russians. And I enjoyed it, quite frankly. And who was it that we saw earlier 
that the one Russian, we think he's paying homage to... Um, oh, the Russian assassin. Yeah, Russian he's got, assassin. he's got, right. he's tall like him, but he also has the mask, the mask. like the Same Russian assassin. Mask. So that was, we were excited about that. Yeah. We saw a match earlier with the Fantastics and the Rock and Roll Express against Ivan Koloff and the Russian assassin. Right. And uh, the Varsity Club. That's and, right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Russian assassin, we were both excited because that's a great, anytime somebody pays homage to someone from the past, we get excited about it. But, For sure. Um, but now this is disappointing. So, uh, I mean, stunning Steve Austin, and I mean, they're just—he's just taking it to double A. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so NXT, NXT, Authors, Authors of Pain, Pain versus yeah. TM61, and it's good to see TM61 back. But I don't understand the name. I don't either. They're from New Zealand, so maybe uh, uh, there's something going on. I'll have to look it up because I just, but honestly, I'm just—I'm kind of getting older now, and I just don't care. Okay. You know, I mean, I like the guys, but I mean, I don't need to know what every single. Where I work, dude, and my day job. You know, you know how many acronyms they have? And then I'm so supposed many. to care about acronyms? I know. We have them at work, too. I know. So, like, listen, wrestling companies, we just don't care about acronyms anymore. Just right. call them. Just call just them what them their the name names. is. Yeah, just call them. It's not TM61. Just call them Trademark61 or Totally Macho61 or whatever the hell it stands for. With that being said, AOP wins. <laughs> anyway, you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wrestling with hypocrisy. <laughs> All right, William Regal's backstage <laughs> with a lot of wrestlers. Look. <laughs> so many scarves. <laughs> it literally says on Michael's notes, so many scarves. Yeah. Um, and then it says Sanity. Yeah, Sanity does their little promo thing, which was kind of cool. They were uh, kind of, they were in a stairwell in the back somewhere. And uh, they were like talking. Each person had a little bit. And Nikki Cross jumped up on um, weird sideshow guys back. Love Nikki Cross. And uh, they all did their little talk and ran their mouth. I thought it was just kind of a cool promo. And then there was uh, Bianca Belair, PST. Is that PST? P- I don't know. I must have got PTSD from watching her match. <laughs> Why? So much yeah. hair? <laughs> Uh, she has that super long hair. She's the one with the long braid. Yeah, and it just she, goes on forever. She's got like abs for days, and then like she's super strong, man. I know, but she I mean, she just beats the hell out of everybody. Why wouldn't you just grab a hold of her hair and then just swing her around and around and around and why around? Why doesn't she choke somebody out with her hair? Yeah, that's a good point. It's I not mean, really an illegal object, right? I mean, that's that's my thought. I mean, you're still not allowed to choke somebody, but I mean, don't let the don't let the uh, Dude, ref I, catch you. My but cat's like totally trying to break in here. He was on the podcast. Yeah, uh, he's like the he's like the the Braun Strowman of cats. <laughs> so old Bianca Belair faced Drew Renee, I think is yeah. what her name was. Yeah, that's why. Which I, was another jobber. Yeah, good for you. And uh, Bianca wins. So then it was Tommaso Ciampa time forever. And, he, just and didn't, he didn't say a single word. He was just like looking at him. He stomped around the ring with the like, crutch. I was like, hey, there's Tommaso Ciampa with the crutch. Right. And then like a couple minutes later, I was like, hey, there's still Tommaso Ciampa with the crutch. <laughs> and I was like, hey, there's a crutch and with Tommaso Ciampa. Now he's beating up a poster board sign. Yeah, he's sick of it's a poster board. You get it. I'm sick of poster board too. Me too. Tree huggers unite. Well, yep. I mean, that was more because all my kids have these assignments with poster board, but sure, tree huggers. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, I don't want the world to end either. 
I don't want kids, and kids don't want me, so... But say, hey, you like good wrestling, hey? Alistair Black's up next against With Killian, Killian Dane. Dane. And they had some good back-and-forth banter. Uh, Killian Dane is, uh... He's gonna be a talent, man. He's... He scares me a little bit. Coming around, yeah. You know? I love Alistair Black. He's he's just he's just a fantastic wrestler. And he's going to have a good future for him. Killian Dane's one of those guys that's just kind of sneaking up on you and you don't realize it. You know? He's Until just, you smell him. <laughs> yeah, you can smell he him. He looks real smelly. He does. He looks smelly as Big Boss Man. I always said Big Boss Man with his leather pants probably smelled pretty, oh, pretty bad Lord. after wrestling. I didn't think about that. But after seeing Dick Murdoch earlier, he can't smell anywhere. Well, I mean, look at Vader. You know, look at Vader's oh. got... He's got like that. He's uh, brewing some cheese between absolutely. them thighs. Oh boy! Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, Alistair uh, Black wins. What is wrong with Colonel Parker? Why is he doing that? He was all like, he has eh. a honey chicken. Hey, dude, why would you dress up somebody to look like Colonel Sanders? I don't know. I mean, they did it because of honky tonk. Well, I mean, they do it all the time now. That's why they call him Colonel Reba. Parker. That's true. Everybody's Colonel Sanders now. <laughs> Ric Flair was like the best Colonel Sanders when they dressed <laughs> the him up in his robe and stuff. That was pretty great. That was good. I like it. So, uh, hey, Alistair Black wins. Yep. So, look, uh, we got a pay-per-view this weekend. SmackDown pay-per-view. That's right. Fastlane. Fastlane. In Columbus, Ohio. Yes. And we love Columbus, Ohio. And we, we love WWE. But That's sadly, right. we... Uh, don't love it enough to go see this horrifying pile of smoking I mean, monkey crap. Well, I mean, I would. I totally would. But, oh, I would go uh, if they wanted to it. give me tickets, great. But, I mean, they, <laughs> I've got a six-pack challenge where, literally, I don't want Cena uh, to win, even though I like Cena. Right. I don't even want Baron Corbin in the match. I know they're not going to do anything good with Dolph Ziggler, so I know he's not going to win the match. He's probably just going to get knocked out and have to lay outside after taking a horrible fall for everybody like he always does. True. So, I know they're going to have Sammy and KO just fight each other. Right. And then, so, what After do I After they've got? set this up, yeah. So, and I've got, I've got you know, Cena and, and AJ Styles. So, uh, hopefully, they don't have Cena break Ric Flair's quote-unquote record because he actually has 22 world championships. But the 16 world championships that gets claimed, if you're going to break it, don't break it on a secondary pay-per-view. Right. Break it on one of the three big ones, you know? Yep. That's it. You know, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, uh, where Survivor Series used to be one of the top four, but Survivor Series has sucked for years. You know, we don't even care about five-on-five matches now that they do it nope. every other week. Nobody I wants mean, to see it. But And then Royal Rumble. I mean, those are your three biggies. So, you know, do it then. Don't, don't Do it during a WrestleMania, for goodness sake. It's the biggest rest, wrestling record there is. Yep. But, uh, you know, so, and the rest of it, I mean... Look, Rusev Day, yeah, I mean, you're playing with fire when you put somebody that's over with the person you're trying to get over. Right. You know, so I don't know. You know, I, I hope it all turns out good for the WWE, but come on, man. You're wasting the SmackDown brand. Yeah. There's never been a roster of talent this great. Right. That's been utilized so little. So poorly. The only match I'm excited for, really, is the tag team championship match. You know, between the Usos and between the... Well, I love the Usos, too. They're two of the greatest tag teams in modern history. And they always put on good matches when they face each other. But I do love New Day. I mean, come on. They throw pancakes and pour cereal on people. I do want one of them sweaty pancakes. He puts it... I mean, he, like, pulls it out from his man boobs. I do... (laughs) 
consequences screen. Those have had this, <laughs> Big they e. have this smell so sour. Oh, dude, but um, he doesn't love Big E. He's freaking... When he falls down on his back and just like... Just like swimming in the ring. Gyrates and, and does stuff. I mean, <laughs> dude's humongous. It's like a, he's as big as Onyx. I mean, the guy that Onyx, Superman Onyx is... Except he's, you know, Big E's a little, little more ripped. Right. But, but, you know, like... Just Big E, man. Just hilarious. So, that's good stuff. So, you say you like good stuff, hey? Mm. Uh, tune in next week. Tune in next week. Right? Tune in, tune in next week. Sure. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, if you thought the uh, the show was good, uh, even if it was only the first part of the show, just go back and listen to the first part. If you like the entire show... Uh, good for you. If you only like the end of the show, then uh, you probably are on some heavy sedation. Then what is wrong with you? So we apologize, <laughs> <laughs> we apologize that we uh, went way over. but uh, I'll get this chopped up. Things are fine. We got distracted by uh, great old time uh, beautiful wrestling. And then, uh, I mean, R. Anderson's punching the air right oh, now. Oh, he's swinging at nothing. I think he just hit himself. I mean, look at this. Punches Vader's just destroying him. Look at that. Uh, how big Vader was in his prime and this big man that humongous just look at him just he looks like a dude that could just beat the hell out of everybody people forget how great Vader was <laughs> alright I'm trying to wrap yeah, this hey, up actually we're going to go see Stan Hansen in Circleville did you uh, did you know that Vader and Stan Hansen uh, held the tag team champions in New Japan for over a year I did not know that they are uh they were, of course, American wrestlers at that time getting over in Japan did not happen. And so, but they held, they actually broke the record for the longest title reign time. So, um, piece of knowledge here for you. Yeah, we're going to get to meet Stan Hansen. Um, so good job, Vader and Stan Hansen. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, uh, be sure to like and subscribe and do all the things for the podcast. We can use all the help that we can get. If you feel so kind as to, Write a glowing review. We would appreciate that as well. Yeah. Please also follow us again on uh, Instagram at uh, Wrestling With Comics. Yeah, you should do that. You can also listen to my other podcast, Our Burn Books. I do that with my friend, Miss Rachel Graham. It's fantastic. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy. There you go. I'm at Pops Gaines. And also... Uh, Keep on the lookout for our Facebook page to pop up any day now. And uh, eventually we'll have our website up. Maybe. Sometime. If, uh, if we get enough people uh, listen to this to actually make it worth our while. Put the effort and, in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are hoping to get some interviews coming up soon. Hopefully with uh, some of the folks from uh, our local establishment. We're talking wrestling. to you, Bobby Fulton. Yes, I w- I'm telling you what. I want Bobby Fulton on here. I want, I mean, look. I want, I want interview that lady that like is also over with tyler robinson that's always in the oh my god stage. yes i Can want interview to interview her? that lady because i mean i i, I know she knows there. all the guys so i know she's family with somebody or she's she's part of the the people that run the whole operation but she is so great at what she's she seen some stuff and how she, i mean <laughs> she's seen some stuff she's i don't want to know all the stuff she's seen all right. All right. That's enough for tonight because you people are so bored. You just want to just kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we started out like a house of fire. Now we're uh, embarrassing ourselves. But that's entertainment. Thank you. So you say you like wrestling, hey? Hey, 
We have a website for you. This week's wrestling tip for all you wrestling fans is kayfabetoday.com. Kayfabe Today has many podcasts that talk about all the different wrestling shows, and wrestling fans will have a good time listening to those podcasts. They give their report cards, and they do their individual opinions on things, so get on there and uh, read some of those uh, articles that they're putting up there for you. Kayfabetoday.com. And you can also uh, find them on the Twitters, at Kayfabe Today. That's entertainment. Thank you.